AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. Nah, bitch. <laughs> That's not what we're about to do. (laughs) What's up, y'all? Listen, thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you dreamers and chasers, niggas and hoes, all them bitches in between. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tam Bam? Hey, y'all, it's me, Tam Bam. I fucking love y'all. God damn, I love y'all ass. I love you too, AJ. Why are you trying to make them deaf then? Thank you. I love you too. I'm excited. You yelling at these people. (laughs) (laughs) how was your weekend i had a good weekend child it was raining real bad in charleston but we celebrated my uh stepsister going away she is going being deployed she's in the u.s army and she's deployed to Djibouti, africa it's not Djibouti; it's your beauty I, I don't know if they say hoorah. I don't want other uh, military branches to be mad. That's not what the fuck they say. They say scale we or whatever they say. I don't know. <laughs> don't they be so territorial? Yeah, they be mad when you fuck that shit up. 
Yeah, every branch in the military talks shit about the other. Like all branches say that the Air Force ain't nothing about the a bunch best. of civilians. No, they say they're a bunch of civilians. If I had to go with any branch, <laughs> no shade to the rest, but it would definitely be the Air Force because when they deployed, they had the Army and the Marines in tents, and then the Air Force being apartments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Shame. know. They just treat them a so, little better. I don't know. So we had a good old time at um in, in my dad's backyard this weekend in the rain, bitch. I was on the mic all night. I know you were cutting up, singing. It was so fun. I was wet, sweating, clothes sticking to me, but I really enjoyed my family. And I just hope my stepsister stays safe out there, child. She's gonna be know, fine. Yeah, I think um I was trying to research when she told me she was going to Africa. I'm like, why? What the fuck is going on over there? Because she's not the only person deploying to Djibouti. So apparently um, Djibouti is right near Iran. And if y'all remember Biden, you know, Mm -hmm. they, they, they got the war over. Right. But then we left some Americans over there. So I think that they're trying to extract the people and maybe hopefully the ammunition and shit they left over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck to her. I hope she stays safe and comes back with some interesting stories to tell so we can share it on We Talk Back. <laughs> my weekend, girl, on? I had some weird shit going on with my clients this weekend, man. One of my clients just, she had mud butt and she was just ruining my day. <laughs> <laughs> she kept having to get up and go shit, man. I was like, bro, like you got this. She's like, my stomach fucked up. And I'm sorry. She was in like she was in that bathroom, the equivalent of probably 30, 40 minutes of her appointment, on and off, like fifteen minutes here, five more minutes there, ten minutes there. She's like, bro, I don't know what's going on with me. She must have took a laxative the night before. I was like, do you be doodling regularly? She's like, no. I was like, you need to add fiber to your diet so you can shit often, so you don't have to shit up like this. Yo, so that happened in the hair chair. Then, <laughs> then one of my clients told me that she be eating her own pussy. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> These are grown professional women. Like the one who shit up, she like real successful with her Amazon like career. And then the other one, this bitch be working for three laptops at the same time, working three full time jobs at the same. time. Huh? <laughs> is she African? No, just a, a black girl getting to that bag, but she be eating her own pussy. And I was like, "Excuse me, say what?" <laughs> Excuse me, say what? She said, "Yeah, like I taste my pussy once a week." I was like, "For what?" She's like, "I was like, so you just stick your finger in your pussy and taste it?" She's like, "Yeah, I just make sure it tastes good because if I don't like the way it tastes, I know my nigga ain't gonna like the way it tastes." She's like, and I like when I'm eating different foods, I taste it to see if it changed the taste. And she's like, I don't eat Bojangles French fries because it changed the taste of my pussy. <laughs> what? No, no, those French fries are very heavy with grease. <laughs> I'm like, minute, I'm not. The only way I'm gonna taste my pussy is is all off somebody's mouth. <laughs> right. You testing your shit every Monday. Right. <laughs> delicious i was like i honestly i think you just like eating your own pussy because that's weird to me (laughs) does she eat pussy no she says she don't just her own just hers but men like the taste of it yeah i don't think it matters if she doesn't like it right Right? it ain't about you liking it it's about whoever eating it liking it exactly is that stupid internet news what the fuck i was like i don't think nobody else do that she said everybody don't do that no, I don't girl. know nobody else that do that shit. 
aside from cats and dogs, like they be licking their own <laughs> pussy all day. <laughs> y'all get in the comments after this episode and let us know if y'all be eating y'all own pussy. <laughs> so I can point at you and laugh. <laughs> Shame. Let's get into stupid internet news though. So listen, I saw a video today. Now, I I think I forwarded to you, but it's a fucking bear mm-hmm. at an Afri- at a uh, excuse me, at a Chinese zoo. It's clearly somebody in a fucking bear costume waving, standing on its hind legs, waving at the crowd child. So China is denying <laughs> that's suggestions. A, how you know that these <laughs> animals aren't evolving? You know? No. Okay, so bears do stand on their hind legs. There's actual videos of actual bears doing this. Bitch, this bear's so slim. They ain't feeding that bear. That bear waving like, somebody throw me some of that chicken. Y'all up here looking at me. Throw me a piece of meat down here. That's what he waving about. That nigga got his elbow sitting up on the rocks. He got his hand (laughs) on his, one hand on his hip, the other hand waving. (laughs) Hey, throw me a piece of that fucking chicken, bitch. Staring down here at me. (laughs) Shut up. You stupid. Yeah, so, man, I'm like, wait a, wait a minute, man. But China does not give a fuck. They will duplicate your ass if they want to. <laughs> they over there making bears right. and lying about it. No, that's that's the, stupid. Real stupid. That's real news. stupid internet news. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a real bear. I don't see bears. That is not a bear. That's a bear. That is not a bear. Tammy, look at the brown area underneath his fucking neck. That's his that is neck. A suit. That's a suit. You know what? Perception. That is the perception. Bitch, if you're perceiving that as a real bear, it's something wrong with you. Look like a bear to me. <laughs> Go down there and try to take his head off and see if he don't take yours off. <laughs> that is a bear in drag. <laughs> that bear is just evolved, girl. That's all. That is not a bear. Look at the booty. It's all sunken. He's hungry. Well, they need to go to jail because why y'all starving that little ass beer? Look at that head. That head don't look like no costume. Look at that mouth. That mouth look real. Yeah, we're going to have to post it. We're going to have to post this so y'all can see it because <laughs> that look like a real bear. A little hungry bear waving. He wants something to eat. The face do look kind of real, but you know, they make everything over there. They probably can make a a, a motorized head like that for yeah. the mouth to open and all that. You Okay, showbiz. Remember showbiz? Billy that Bob? motherfucker didn't look real. That motherfucker was like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> That's what this look like. My the mouth moving. My sister, that mouth only moved on like one setting. It went never with the words <laughs> of the motherfucking song. Y'all, I remember Showbiz, my older sister, my older, big grown sister used to be so scared of that motherfucking gorilla playing that motherfucking piano. She said, girl, what's up with all the motherfuckers? Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It just kept coming out. Uh, But yeah, that motherfucking (laughs) piano. (laughs) And she used to to get under the table and like try to grab her pizza from on top of the table. And I used to pinch her finger so she couldn't eat her food. That is so petty. <laughs> that is so petty. So look, y'all, Summer Walker and Jada Wade kind of got into it a little bit. Summer shaded Jada. Did you see that? Yeah. So, um, Summer Walker basically tweeted or she put on an Instagram story that she's done, you know, getting cheated on. She can't do the cheating shit. She tried to be Jada Wade, but that she ain't made for that shit. Right? Mm-hmm. 
So um, Jada responded back was like, bitch, I learned my lesson after one child. Right. <laughs> I know some work got three babies now, two baby daddies at this point. So her um, her Instagram post says, tried my best to be Jada Waiter, but I couldn't. It was cute, though. I wish him the best. I, ca- I can't do that cheating stuff. And Jada responded, I learned my lesson after one kid. Motherfuckers around here starting their own trends and trying to insert me for laughs on the shade room. No. Why? I don't understand why she did that. You know, what? honestly, I don't think she really thought about it. I don't think she really considered like that that was that woman's trauma, you know? I think when she meant it, it was like, I tried to be like you. I don't think she meant it as a jab, but it was. That was definitely a jab. And I, you know, I, I can't keep giving people benefit of the doubt. Like you're a grown woman. Has somebody mentioned you like that? You'd feel some type of way too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sucking that up to, as to like, oh, well, she didn't mean it that way. No, we got to sometimes go with exactly how people say things. And what they say. I'm going to go with how she said it and what she said. And face value, she said what she said. Yeah, but what would be the point of starting beef with Jada? You know, like It's I not don't... really to start beef, but it was shady because they're both public figures, mm-hmm. right? And everybody knows that baby, I mean, uh, Jada had been going back and forth with Lil Baby mm-hmm. and he cheats and he's been on shows saying how he doesn't really love her even after having a child with her, shit like that. Like, it's hurtful. So, you know, for one woman another like we all been through our dumb bitch shit mm-hmm. why are you using me to like make a dumb bitch category right <laughs> like, i'm at the top of the dumb bitch category right, like, as an example right how you gonna make getting cheated on my name try to be right. jada waiter <laughs> damn <laughs> first of all bitch yeah i get it yeah that's i would that's i get up. what you're saying it was it was messy I always be feeling like, I don't feel like she meant it that way. I always be, she ain't mean it. Benefit of the doubt head ass girl, (laughs) no. (laughs) Listen, people said, she said exactly. She was trying to be, she may not have been trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. But it was highly disrespectful. Like, girl, what are you talking about? And we don't know what the hell going on with Jada right now. The internet keeps speculating that she's pregnant. If she is, she might not be pregnant for the baby. Or excuse me, low baby. Right, don't put that out she there. She doesn't look pregnant to me. Yeah, I don't know. But um, it's like the comments in her on her page. Well, I, I hope like Jada. I hope they spoke in the DMs and apologized. She apologized and they let it go. I don't know. Kind of still going on. And then look, Lil Meech, he he posted a damn video. So apparently, um, an onlooker caught him going into a woman's apartment, and he actually got on live and said, "Damn, a nigga can't help his cousin bring in groceries." When I tell you the girl who he was following ass was so fat and this nigga had no groceries in his hand, I'm assuming the groceries was that ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because what are you talking about? <laughs> and he about to munch on some lunch. <laughs> yeah. He's out here playing in her face. Yeah. Shame. I don't know. But what well, if it is his cousin? Listen, a nigga going to be able to play all over me. I just be benefiting the doubt of everybody. No. Mm-mm. What if it was his Listen, cousin? Because like once. Mm hmm. Because he can't help his cousin got a fat ass. Where is the groceries, though? Maybe there's that... a door doorbell ringer video of him. There's nothing in his hands like a towel. <laughs> and she don't have no groceries but that ass. Yeah. Where's the groceries? <laughs> and I think he was trying to be funny. Damn, I can't help my cousin bring the groceries in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jerk. Right. Damn. Damn, Meech. We were all rooting for y'all. 
It's hard out here. Dating is so hard in 2023. I just don't know, girl. Um, is it that hard? I think we entertain the wrong people oftentimes, and women don't want to talk about that shit. Cause I can tell you the relationships I've been in, I had a choice before I got into that relationship. Like I probably had a choice between mm-hmm. and I chose wrong. You study long, you study wrong. <laughs> yeah, I definitely done chose wrong a million times. Yeah, so we just got to have a little bit more discernment. It's not that bad out here. I mean, Meech got a little cute face. They say he musty, but his face cute. You know, I can understand why Summer wanted to hop on that, especially after seeing that dick on that episode. That wasn't his dick. <laughs> you don't think so? That was a stunt dick. <laughs> <laughs> Big low Meech. <laughs> oh, goodness. So Blueface has hit the um, internet. So he's sitting there talking with his kids. And you know he has this little boy. He's always trying to get him to say things. And the little boy has more sense than Blueface. And Blueface was like, you know, are you gay? If you were gay, I'll support you. And the little boy was like, I'm not that. Like, why are you grooming him? Now, there's been rumors about uh, Blueface. And y'all, I've probably said this before. Any man that, like, is just blatantly disrespectful or even hits women... I feel like putting your hands on a woman or just being disrespectful is the last thing you could do to prove to a woman that you're a man. Oftentimes, I feel like these niggas is fighting their sexuality and they really don't like women, so they being mean to them. Mm-hmm. What's up with the line of questioning for this little-ass boy? He's like seven years old. Yeah. I think it's, you know, I don't know. Because sometimes I'd be like, it's too early to talk about sexuality with kids. But then also the world. The world is, you know a very sexual place and it's displayed around your children. So how, what's the right age to have these conversations with them about their sexuality? I don't know. If I were a parent and when I become a parent, I would always leave um, space for these conversations. So the kid can come to me mm-hmm. when he's ready. I'm not about to be egging that type of stuff on. I do want my child to be able to talk to me. So, you know, you just create the safe space. And when they are, because mm-hmm. th- this little boy probably just wants some light up shoes, video games, right. kid shit. Right. Why are you talking to him about sexuality? What is your problem? Yeah. That is weird. It's and that's, that's really where our society is at right now. It's in the schools. They're trying to teach sexuality. And it's not just about like male and female anatomy. They trying to teach kids. I <laughs> This internet, this, that, this shit right here, this little black box, the cell phone. It's some shit. It's the worst thing that ever happened to humanity. It's not the worst thing. Yeah, I I, I, I was wilding with that. (laughs) I don't think people consider the effects of technology. We need technology, right? But we don't consider the effects of... Because when they created the phone, it wasn't thinking about people driving and getting into car accidents because they're looking at the fucking cell phone. Right, they weren't thinking about... But now y'all got TVs in the car and dumb shit like that. And young people who don't have any social skills. Yeah. Because they can't even have a actual conversation anymore. Right. Because all they do is have their head in their phone. By the time uh twenty twenty one ninety nine, bitches gonna be humped over and fingers gonna be balled up because they spent their whole life looking down at a cell phone. Watch. We're gonna look like some mm-hmm. fo- we're going back to Neanderthalism. Not me, bitch. I'm always be standing up straight. I've been like this for I already a got a hump in my shit. Lifetimes. <laughs> 
you know, every time, every time that shit come across to my timeline, I want to send it to you. Like, cause they have like different ways you could try to get it out there. Well, then like, send nah, me that shit, it. bitch. What the fuck you talking about? You want to send it? The fuck? Send it. I'm trying That's to. There's a couple people I be wanting to send that shit to. I'm trying to unhump and unbig my back. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. It's like that little fatty little meat right there at the top of your neck. back. Yeah, at the yeah, top of the bottom back, of the neck. Where your back and your neck meets. It's like a little meatball. <laughs> Stupid. What the fuck is that? Don't worry about it. I know somebody like it. <laughs> oh, no, says no nigga ever. Baby, I like that little meatball. I, it's a nigga neck. right now. Lick all on that meatball if I want him to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We're going to get into our main topic. As soon as this commercial break is over, we're talking monogamy. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Okay, y'all, listen. I feel like... And, and, you know, Tam, we talk about this a lot. I feel like we've had so many episodes talking about monogamy, non-monogamy, polyamory, polyamorous, what are all these terms, right? Because we're still trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> and I think a lot of it stems from just having a realization that, you know, is it normal for you to be with one person? It's more pros with, for being with uh, one person, being in a monogamous relationship, as opposed to open, non-monogamous relationship. You don't have to worry about as many STDs. Look, as many. <laughs> but you still got to worry, right, if somebody's cheating and right. going outside the relationship. But more so, it's about open communication. So whatever y'all want to talk about, y'all should be able to. And, you know, maybe it's something you feel like you want to do. You might not actually go and experience it, but I want to have somebody I can talk to about about what I'm feeling. Or, um, hey, I don't feel like you this week. I want somebody else. You should be able to do that. Not not saying that's what I want, but I think I'm you don't a self prickly. No, I don't want that. I decided. I've decided that is not what I want. I think I am though a modern. Um, excuse me. I think I do practice modern day monogamy though. What's so the this a little bit different? Okay, so let, explain what modern day monogamy is versus uh, past <laughs> monogamy. So based on what I've read and how I feel, right? Mm -hmm. Modern day monogamy is just one person at a time, one dick at a time. Like I'm going to replace you. I'm not going. I'm not going to start sleeping with somebody else while I'm fucking with you. I'm gonna just stop fucking with you and then move on to the next person. It's not going to be no overlapping type shit. And traditional monogamy was more so you a whole virgin until you get married and you with this person until you fucking die, <laughs> basically. And I'm definitely not with that shit. Like I'm not with getting married living with one person for the rest of your life and y'all dying together. Like I, I, I obviously we passed that point. Cause uh, 
I'm not a virgin. You're not a virgin. Who? Most women aren't virgins. I'm Rip me out the plastic. Virgin. That's a new pussy? In my ears. <laughs> what? My ears haven't been plugged yet. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I just always be saying some shit. Bitch, be serious I, I, once. I, okay, I want a monogamous relationship. Like, I want one man and, like, forever. But I, I'm also afraid that I'll pick one man and I'll love him. And then I look up in 10 years and then I'm looking at him while he's sleeping, ready to kill his motherfucking ass. Oh, there goes that word again. Ready to kill him and bored. Or like after five years, my coochie don't even get wet firm no more because it's just the same old stroke. You see, you see what these women be going through after five and 10 years, not just the women, the men too. Once they've been committed for so long, they become like brother and sister. But I feel like that's because they probably didn't actually find a person they were supposed to be with. They might have settled, right? And a lot of those people are unhappy and they go outside the relationship to complete the happiness as opposed to, as opposed to like trying to find ways to keep falling in love with your mate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it is a state of mind. And I don't think that you're going to be in love for 20 years with this one person. You got to find a way for y'all to keep falling in love. So y'all might be out of love for a year and fall back in love another year. I think mm-hmm. people who have been married for a long time, they'll tell you that. They didn't always like they mate. They didn't, like there were times one of, one of my friends, she's been married for a while, but she was like, you know, her and her husband, they didn't physically divorce, but they left each other multiple times within the marriage. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But they always came back. I know somebody right? so I, that did that. They left each other for four years and came back together. Yeah. So I feel like it just has to be somebody whose bullshit you're willing to deal with for an extended period of time. Mm. Right? Because we are, <laughs> none of us are fucking perfect. <laughs> none of us are perfect, man. I think I, um, I don't think I, all right, what's the difference between, I know this is going a little bit off, but polyamory and open relationship. Poly is like in the same house, it gotta be? Uh, I think sometimes people are in polygamous relationships. Polygamy is for the men. Isn't, uh, polyamory is for women. Oh, I thought they were the same. multiple partners. Mm-mm. Um, open relationship is for both partners, both people do anything polygamy oftentimes is just a man with multiple women mm. yeah, i don't know I if i shit. me no me neither if i can't have ain't no fun if the homies can't get none like what the fuck i'm not doing that you can't have a side person if i can't exactly and you got us all in the same house i'm with that bullshit i had seen a video you remember this video a while back um it was a um hebrew israelite I could tell based on the names of these women and how many kids. He had like four bitches piled up in one little ass kitchen. Table full of fucking kids. That's abuse. Right. You, you can't take care of all these women. If you're going to be in a polygamous relationship, you have to be able to Afford. take care of the women. Yeah. Yes. I'm not Afford. with that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not with that shit. But I oftentimes think about, like you saying, like you said, like just years down the line if I'm starting to fall out of love with this person and I want to explore somebody else, I should be able to at least talk to my partner about that. I might not actually do it, but I should be able to talk to you about it. Right. I agree. But at this point, I do just want one partner. Me right? too. I don't want to be outside. Like I'm outside, but my pussy ain't. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> I don't even feel like I'm outside no more. I don't even be wanting that shit. Them Sundays, y'all, them Sundays catching up with a bitch. I'm tired. 
Them Sundays is National Old Lady Day. If you ain't with a nigga on Sunday, man, you super single. Yeah, I be outside. I be outside on Sunday. <laughs> and then in the house hungover on Monday. I'm tired of that. I don't want to do that no more. You want to be cooking Sunday dinner? Yeah. I want to be cooking Sunday dinner, waiting for like uh, our favorite show to come on Sunday night. I want to be rubbing my nigga feet. You like you like rubbing feet? No, I don't really be touching niggas' feet. Now, I'll do like a little body rub, booty rub, all that shit, thigh rubs. I'll rub the hell out your ass, but the feet, I'm not rubbing on niggas' feet for real. I, it's I some, would, but I don't like it. I like to, <laughs> I be like sub, submissive in that way. Bitch, I thought you was about to say you like to suck toes. Oh, hell no. I ain't putting nobody's <laughs> foot in my mouth. Hell no. That's equivalent to booty hole to me. They <laughs> uh, walking on that shit. Mm-mm. Anytime a nigga suck my toes, I'd be like, dog, I was just walking on this floor. I, like, I don't care that I just got out of the shower. I'm still always looking at you like you kind of nasty. Two steps, nigga. it's a foot. Two steps, <laughs> it's an asshole. Same shit. <laughs> Not same shit. <laughs> same shit. Same shit. Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. I ain't not putting nobody foot in my mouth. I think we got to also go into situations with better mindsets and stop speaking on man what if i don't like him after such just i'm going i am going to be in love with my partner whenever i find him for the rest of our lives you got to be more positive yeah. about this stuff but here's you the my, manifest a healthy relationship i agree but here's the thing i do too i and i'll meet a nigga and marry him in my head instantly right all away. women do that Right away, we married in my head. I already put it like, how does my name sound with his last name on the end? <laughs> like, that sounds nice. That has a ring to it, doesn't it? No, bitch. I be putting my shit in Jamantria. I swear to God, bitch, because it's certain numbers I'm looking for. And if that shit don't match up with my with my first name and his last name numerically, I'm like, mm, this ain't gonna work. I don't even know what Jamantria <laughs> is. Every time you say that shit, I think about <laughs> Robin Williams and Jumanji the game and, what? I start, and that's where my head goes and i have nothing to do with that shit then my i started thinking about what's his name was it edgar Allan payne what's that nigga name no i don't that's edgar Allan poe and Allan payne put together bitch i don't know what's the guy wake up tammy <laughs> uh, the hell are you talking about i'm just saying so i don't i'm saying all of that to say i don't know what g mantria is you always talk about it what the fuck is that that's some number every- shit yeah, every every number represents every excuse me, every letter represents a number. So you basically decoding words. Essentially that's all it is. And it's a whole database out there of different things that reference a particular phrase, a particular number. I believe that, you know, nine is your master number. Mm-hmm. Most numbers equal nine. All numbers equal nine for the most part. Right? So that's your master number. There's a couple other master numbers like eleven, thirty-three. These are you have to study the occult. That's what it is. Maybe I'll send you some fucking books, bitch, if you open for it. Okay, because so I'm about to say understanding. One don't equal nine. One equal one. Two equal two. Three equal three. And nine equal nine. I don't know what you mean when you say all numbers equal nine. I'll send you some math math equations. Some oh, of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to it. I marry a nigga off in my head, and then I be so disappointed when that shit don't work. I think all women fantasize about every single man they meet. Niggas just be trying to fuck and we out here like, for real, married and had kids with this nigga. Women got to enjoy like the dating stage a little bit better. 
You know what I'm saying? So just go in with no no expectations at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't you aren't disappointed when shit don't work out it's so like it's hard. And you speeding shit up by doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just chill out, relax. Like mm-hmm. now you now you putting pressure on this nigga in your mind and you may not say anything to him verbally, but your actions going to start looking like that. You know what I'm saying? And that runs men off. Yeah. Move it too fucking fast. Relax, bitch. And get you a couple of them. I don't have that kind <laughs> of time left. Well, that's our fault. Okay. I, and there's plenty of women in our in our um, position. Remember I was talking about my damn 70-year-old cousin. This bitch said her and her homegirls is out here still looking for love at 70. Now, I'm not about to, about to be that extreme now, but I'm going to definitely have me a whole grown-ass man soon. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't waste y'all 30s. Get y'all a nigga then. I say 20s for playing, 30s, early 30s is for finding a husband. You don't Absolutely. Want, you don't want to be out here. I'm, you know what? It's just hard for everybody because if it's hard for 70-year-old bitches, it ain't nobody for y'all. I guess all they niggas gone, ain't it? <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Dead. But non-monogamy is a thing. It's becoming a bigger thing. I think our generation in particular are kind of getting away from traditional monogamous relationships. So I found this article on wellandgood.com and it says uh, 10 questions to ask yourself to see if a non-monogamous relationship is or isn't for you. So we're going to run through those right quick. So look, do I want sexual exclusivity with my partner? Is that number one priority for you? Do you want community dick at this point? And think about the things that come with community dick. Baby mamas, STDs. Right. N- fuck a STD, BV, okay? Yeast infections, those type of those type of things. Just swapping out coochie. Coochie bacon biscuits. <laughs> I don't want that. So that that's like the number one thing you gotta ask yourself. Are you okay with your partner having sex with other people? Right. Um, we've been dealing with it, right? Because I think more people cheat mm-hmm. and it's not just men women cheat too mm-hmm. right there's a lot of niggas out here who baby ain't theirs so mm-hmm. y'all explain that shit bitches <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not okay with that i mean that's the first thing you need to ask yourself number two it says do i feel sexual romantic and emotional desires toward people other than my partner yes yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and it might be a fleeting thought but i think it's natural it's natural to see somebody like, damn, you may not say that shit out loud, but you be thinking it. Right. For sure. So I answer yes to that too. Uh, does it just feel natural to pursue friendships and romantic relationships concurrently with more than one person? <laughs> I'm not answering none of these questions because my future no, husband might answer. be listening and he's going to be like, it's a hoe. <laughs> I'm not a hoe, baby. I'm not answering these questions. These questions are dumb. <laughs> Girl, stop yelling in the damn mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm excited. Okay. Um. So, what is the question again? I feel like yeah. Let's run it. Let's run it back. Does it just feel natural to pursue friendships and romantic relationships concurrently with more than one person? Now, this is yeah. What's like wrong with having a friendship though? Romantically. Also, that word is in there. Yeah, but it said friendships and or. To pursue friendships and romantic relationships. So friendships, yes. 
But it's basically saying, like, do you, does it feel natural to you to be fucking on more than one person? Oh, no. I don't like more than one dick at a time. I really don't. But I will date more than one person at a time. Like, I'll go to dinner with John on Tuesday and Michael on Wednesday and be just fine with that. And it's not a problem. But I might only fuck Michael, you know? Right. And see, what what was the other nigga name? It was Michael and who? Who knows? He's was Tuesday. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> And see, that's why these niggas be mad taking your ass out to dinner knowing you fucking Michael at the end of the night. How they know? <laughs> they don't know who I'm fucking. <laughs> they know you fucking somebody and ain't them. I ain't fucking. That's Honestly, what... I don't have nothing going on right now. It's a dry. I didn't even get no birthday penis. I'm not really talking about you in particular. I'm talking about women and dating men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why men be mad as hell because they ain't getting that pussy at the end of the night. And they know you fucking somebody. You just ain't fucking Or they assume you. you're fucking somebody. Yeah. Right. Assume. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number four says, do I feel capable of managing my time and energy to, to meet the needs of more than one relationship? You're most likely already doing this with your platonic relationships, AKA your friendships. So think of it, um, through a non-monogamy lens. So that's the part that fucks me up. I don't got time. I don't have mental time, mental capacity to entertain more than one person. You gotta give all these people uh, conversation especially if y'all ain't in the same household somewhere you know what i'm saying like you gotta talk to them on the phone facetiming pulling up all this shit i really don't have the time to juggle more than one person with that type of shit what you got tammy because you're looking like i can we talk <laughs> back over here so good morning good morning john good morning michael good morning joseph good morning teddy good morning like <laughs> You got the text messages scheduled the night before, like as an Instagram post, and you just hit send when you wake up and smile. <laughs> like you did your deed for the day. Well, listen, you're supposed to date. How am I going to find my person if I'm not getting to know more than one person at a time? So we had an episode about dating with intention, right? Now, I, this is just another part of that. I don't feel like you can date with intention if you're dating multiple people. Well, like, you need to find one person and focus on them. I'm intentionally dating multiple people <laughs> until I find one person. That's dating exclusively. I think you have to date multiple people and then pick one to date exclusively. First of all, so we're talking about exclusivity and then you have non-monogamous. You know those are actual antonyms, right? Like they're not the same thing. So if you're trying to exclusively date somebody, you you basically can't be non-monogamous. Uh, excuse me, say what? If you're trying to date one person exclusively, mm -hmm. right? How you you can't be non-monogamous simultaneously? No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you then just say you want to be in a non-monogamous relationship, you okay with that? Basically, right? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I want monogamy once we get there. All right. So where I'm at right now is I'm dating multiple people to see which one I like. And then I'll be exclusive with that one person dating exclusively, but we not still ain't together. And then if that we can move past that stage to monogamy. <laughs> you don't even sound like you fucking sure, bitch. Let's go on, going no. on to number seven. Ain't that how no. it You date people, you meet people, then you pick one that you like, you date them exclusively, just dating them, but y'all still not in a committed relationship. Then you commit. We got to write down like an actual uh, steps for dating. 
to see if we uh, even understand what, what dating actually I feel like is. we did that shit. Did we? Yeah. Did you follow the steps? No. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> have I practiced have I practiced serial monogamy where I'm exclusive with one person for a while, but I end each relationship to pursue a new one? That's me. Yes. That's exactly and I, when I about. y'all. Remember when I asked this bitch, was she a serial monogamous? And she was like, serial monogamous? No. What episode? Yes. This was a few episodes back. You are. I literally said that at the beginning of this episode. At the beginning of this topic of discussion, I said that I am a modern, I I am, I identify as someone who's a, a modern day monogamous. Like I date, what is it called? Like, yeah, modern monogamy. I practice modern monogamy. I said that. Did I not, y'all? Am I true? But remember when I said you were a serial monogamous a couple weeks back? I don't know. I'm a Gemini, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer for everything. <laughs> I might have, might have not. Might have been not me, like four of me. You were like be locked in with a nigga and then not locked in no more and then get a new nigga and be locked in with him too. Yeah, I like it like that. I like it like that. Better yeah. believe me when I tell you. It's because I got high tolerance for bullshit. So I'll just stick around because this is what I'm doing for the moment. But if nothing ever changes, I will literally wake up and be like, nah, I'm good. And I just stop talking to you. You know in a who real you way. are? You common. That's what common be doing to bitches. Common will send you a text message like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is going to work out, my queen. <laughs> It's ran its course. I wonder if he's a Gemini. Yeah, like it's ran its course. Why am I keep playing? Like it, we have, uh, women have a, a timeline. We are on a time crunch at this at this moment. So, if you're not considering me, like I consider you, if you're not fucking with me at the same capacity, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like a nigga be walking around here five two, balding, fucked up, all type of ways. I'm still choosing you. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you acting like you don't know, you like you unsure about me or something. Yeah, I, just, I don't have no time for you to be unsure. That's all it is. There was this guy that I really, really, really liked, and he really—I could tell—he really liked me too. But he was just like, and I was like, are, "What are we doing? Are we going to do something for real or no?" I put it out there to him like that, and he was just like, "I don't want to be in a committed relationship for another two years, and I don't want to do long distance." Okay, well, all right. So then I was still talking to him and still planning to go travel to see him and do all these things. And then I had to look at myself. Why am I investing time in a person who don't want what I want? Let me just stop. Let me just stop. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah. You know, because what happens whenever, whenever shit gets fucked up, men love to put the onus on women. Oh, well, I told you what I wanted. Okay, well, guess what? The onus is on both of us. Because while you were telling me what you wanted, I also told you I wanted exclusivity. I also told you I wanted to be married. I also mm-hmm. told you I wanted kids. Mm-hmm. So you had an opportunity to walk the fuck away too, but you didn't. So when shit hit the fan, it's not just on me, the woman, who right. wanted their relationship. Right. Because they love to say what they told you. Bitch, I don't care what you told me. I told you right. I wanted a relationship. Right. I agree. And you kept fucking me raw. <laughs> Not That'd me. be the thing. Not me. Whatever, bitch. Anyway, number, look, that's really why I got to cut one nigga off. 
<laughs> Look, that's really wise. One nigga at a time, man. <laughs> you better. All right. All right. Go ahead. I need to go. Move on. Don't me. say it, bitch. Cut it out. <laughs> um, okay. Number eight says, do I want more emotional intimacy than with than what my partner can provide? I think sometimes that might not be your partner then if he's not providing you with the type of intimacy that you think you want or deserve. Right. So maybe just, just get scratched at want to get a whole nother nigga, not a supplemental nigga. Or maybe you could teach him. Cause sometimes they need just a little guidance. Sometimes it ain't like the man don't care. It's just that he don't know how to right. be what you need. So maybe it's just right. a, you know, opportunity to get that man sit down in the classroom. Yeah. But if you find yourself always given the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. right? Always compromising your happiness because this person seems content with whatever y'all got going on, but you really ultimately is not what you want. You know, I don't think you should just go get a second dude. It's still not going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny when we say, oh, I got a nigga for this and I got a nigga for that and I got a nigga for this. Girl, you spreading yourself thin with all these fucking energies. Yeah, I don't, I don't okay? do that. I don't have the capacity. Just for because that kind of shit. I feel like once you have a nigga for all these different things that they're providing, you gotta have sex with all of them. Like they're gonna be looking for physical intimacy. Men, well, I ain't never asked a man what their love language was, and the first one wasn't physical intimacy. I have not seen one yet. It's always physical and then acts of service or words or, or whatever the fuck. Affirmation. Yeah. But physical <laughs> always first. So I just ain't trying to share my body with that many people. So I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, Number nine says, do I feel or think there is a critical component missing from my relationship, but overall am happy? So again, every, that's most people. Yeah. I think it's all mental, man. It's all mental. All of this shit is like, you got to work it out in the mind first. And number 10 says, I do feel intrigued by the idea of multiple partners. I won't say I'm intrigued by it, but I've said before, I like first dates. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like meeting somebody new. I like meeting new people, period, men and women. Me I don't too. deal with men, but I like meeting new people. You know what I'm saying? Old, new people get you places old people can't. Yeah. So I don't ever want to be restricted in that way, like, because I'm fucking with you. I can't even talk to another man because he's a man. Right. You know what I'm saying? But do I want to just be out here smashing, dating, talking, conversating with multiple people? I don't have the capacity for that shit no more. No. This time is fucking winding down. I would definitely conversate with multiple people, but the smashing? No. Lies being told. I, I can't. I can't. My pussy can't handle it. I just want one date. <laughs> and right now, I'm just saving myself for my next boyfriend. I don't even... I don't even know. My pussy in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) What thought I did? (laughs) I don't know. I think I'm in a good place. I know exactly what I want. That's that's the one good thing about I could take away from these relationships that I've been in. I don't want to say I regret anything. I just I've learned. I've learned what I want, what I don't want, my likes, my dislikes what I'm looking for so that when I do meet the person, I can have all the information to make a nice informed decision on what I want to fuck with. And hopefully that person's honest with themselves first, right? Cause it takes a lot of self-awareness mm-hmm. to be honest with yourself and to some new person you're meeting. I had a whole little back and forth, a little spat. One of my friends, he, um, with my friend, let me not say one of my little friends, just in case that nigga listening. 
because niggas be listening. Mm -hmm. But he made a comment that it is hard. Women make it hard for men to be honest. I'm like, no, like a woman could say the same thing. Oh, men make it hard for us to be honest. But really, if you don't give a fuck and you showing up as your true authentic self, I'm sorry if my truth makes you feel however type of way, but I'm not going to say, oh, he made it hard for me to be honest. Tell the fucking truth. And if they're not fucking way to get on through. Right. But you're not going to use me as a scapegoat because you can't be first honest with yourself. So you showing up in the world like somebody fucking else sending your representative. That, right. You can't put that on someone else. You're just not an honest person. Uh, it's not that I'm not making it easy for you to be honest. Yeah. These niggas do be listening because one of my little friends in California, I mean, not my little friend, my big friend in California, he was like, yeah, you be cheating on your man for California. You said you cheat on your man for California. I was like, that was a long time ago. Like, why are you back there? Why are you bringing up old shit? I wish you could block certain people from listening. <laughs> Like, can I block this IP address? Right. <laughs> Damn. Shit. You be feeling a little censored, but fuck them. Listen, this is me. No, I just tell niggas, like, this is entertainment purposes only. Everything I... Don't take nothing I say for fact. I'm on there telling <laughs> jokes. AJ is the one with all the real information, and I, I just come and tell jokes. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all, baby. <laughs> I just came for jokes. That's it. No, <laughs> Y'all, so the moral of this conversation is, to me, for me, self-awareness, right? You have to know yourself to know what type of relationships you want to be in, what type of relationship you want to engage in, what type of person you want, um, and what type of person you want to be in a relationship. That's the gist of it. All right, and for me, the moral of the story is, Use condoms. These niggas be cheating, y'all. Use condoms. <laughs> you might be in a monogamous relationship and he's still outside. You might be monogamous and this nigga might be polyamorous or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fucking moral. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on my cycle, so I'm kind of like not as positive today. I'm a little negative, a little t- <laughs> tainted. <laughs> Y'all listen, we'll be right back with a uh, dumb bitch story. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Stay tuned. Dumb bitch stories. You're so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. Okay, y'all. This dumb bitch story, a woman from Brazil uh, reveals that she fell in love with a man who mugged her previously. And uh, she um, reveals this story and she got over 200,000 views on Twitter. 
And this woman, I think her name is Emanuela. She says she was walking down the street where she lives and she got mugged. And the muggers took her phone. The thief later had a change of heart. The mugger said, I was going through a difficult situation because I didn't have a woman, you know. The man said, reminiscing on the odd how we first met story. When I saw her photo on the phone, I said to myself, what a beautiful brunette. You don't see a brunette like that every day. And I regretted stealing her phone. So you stole her phone and then her heart is what the interviewer said. Man, wait a minute. The pair have been together for two years. Man, hell no. First of all, I'm not fucking with no nigga who just be out here stealing petty thief. Right. Like, whenever he done with you, whenever he falls out of love with your ass, he gonna really rob you and go right. on to the next person. The How hell? you... Like a stupid dumb bitch. <laughs> right. Like the the bar is real, real, real low. <laughs> There's no bar. There's no bar. This nigga's like, hey, hey, I know I took your shit, but here you go back. Can I take you to dinner or something? I just stole another bitch purse around the corner. I got about two hundred dollars <laughs> if you want something to eat. <laughs> that is kind of attractive now. You stealing from another bitch to give me? Hmm, no, <laughs> it ain't never that serious. That's like <laughs> that was like I was at the gas station and it was this very good looking homeless man, right? Like you look like he could clean him up and he'd be like fine as fuck though, right? But and he asked me for some money and because he was so handsome, it was so hot outside and he just asked for some money for some water. I was like, okay, you cute, I give it to you. I ain't say you cute, but I was thinking it, right? And then when I got close to giving him that money. He was like, damn, you fine. Can I take you to dinner? How? <laughs> How are you going to take me to dinner? How, no, Lou? I, Remember Super Super said, How, Lou? <laughs> right. How you going to do that, like, Lou? <laughs> no. Get. I was all, almost, almost offended then. But what? Yeah. What if he wasn't homeless? He just looked like that. But you said you were giving him water. Did he ask for he it? He asked for money for uh, some water. Oh, then he probably, he may, have not, he may not have been homeless per se, but he didn't have money for water. So he how can he take you on a date? Yeah. yeah. You know what? He didn't say, can I take you on a date? He said, can I have your phone number? Mm. No. No. It's a no <laughs> for me. And if I was this bitch, when he was like bringing the phone back, I was like, yeah, meet me here. And I would have had the police with me. Absolutely. Arrest him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all, we got a, a random sex fact this week. Okay. So oh, look at us. I know, right? We got all the things. This man, Los Angeles born, uh, he has two penises. Okay. It's a, um, I don't want to say a disease. It's a defect. Right, some mm -hmm. sort of defect, a genetic um, defect called dipophilia, where people are born with two genitalia. So he basically said bitches was hypnotized by these two dicks. He even had one person that um, couldn't not stop fucking two people. Like she couldn't just have reg regular sex anymore. She had to do double penetration. So she was having a lot of threesomes after fucking with him. They go crazy for the two dicks. I Googled what it looked like. And mm -hmm. I don't know what this person dick in particular looks like, but the images on Google are horrific with these two penises. So what is it called? Like. Dickophil on you? Shut up. I'm what is it called? You. It's dipophilia. Dipophilia. Yeah. I see if you see can that. pull up those Google images. Dipophilia. 
Is that PH? Mm-hmm. Do you see? And the images are actually like blurred out, so you gotta click on <laughs> your face. Oh no, I don't want that. Yeah. So he said his is like kind of off to the side. So it's Tank. Uh, this guy, his name is Tank, and he was actually on this um YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly. I used to watch that shit a lot. They usually be having like prostitutes and mm-hmm. pimps, drug addicts on there. Um, I used to watch the videos a lot. So he's a Los Angeles truck driver. Um, revealed that he has two penises and was pretty candid about his sex life. His name's Tank. Tank reportedly suffered from dipophilia, which is D-I-P-H-A-L-L-I-A, for anybody trying to Google it, a genetic def- a- abnormality in which a male is born with two penises. The rare condition affects less than a 1,000 men and boys across the United States. Tank, who was sent to juvenile detention center after being convicted of manslaughter at the age of 12, admitted that he was a virgin until he was released from custody at the age of 24. And he says, women didn't believe it when I told them I had two dicks, but then I took them to the room and they'd see. (laughs) According to Tank, he would ejaculate from both penises at the same time, even if only one was being stimulated, he explained. When I was penetrating a woman, I would get a feeling, but one of my penises is like to the side and feels like it's going to blow up. (laughs) <laughs> the truck Damn. driver said he even encountered women who wanted both penises inside them at the same time. One woman allegedly became so addicted, she had threesomes after they broke up because a single penis was no longer satisfying. He out here slinging dicks. Okay? Damn, slinging I don't dicks. want that. I was looking at the pictures. It looks very more common in non-blacks. I didn't see any black diphophilia. Me either, when I looked. So maybe this is like some alien shit. Like those spaceships you shot, you saw. Yeah, I see some spaceships, y'all. I bet you there's some dipophilia on there. <laughs> it, might be, it might be nice. Oh, goodness. <laughs> some um, alien dipophilia? You were, you were, if you were like met a man and you liked him and he had all the things and then finally y'all went to have sex and he pulled out two dicks. If they looked good, I would. If what? they look like those pictures, I'm not fucking with it. But if they yeah. looked like two full-grown, brown... Beautiful dicks on one person? Snickers, hamburgers, yes. I can I see you now. Both of them. Gobbling one down and stroking the other. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no. I'll run out the it? room. I'm running screaming out the room. Ah! It's an alien! It's an alien! <laughs> Oh, Bitch, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, because that's, I don't want to offend anybody, because there's people out there who really have that, and I, if you're listening, your dick deserves love, both of them. Don't be offended by what I'm saying. Bitch, I've been <laughs> waiting for aliens to pick me up for a while, man. Where y'all at? Pull up they was really. Bitch, they was in Chester yesterday. You need to go down to Chester County, South Carolina. They was there. I promise you. I Shame. seen them. It was three of them. It was three crafts that I saw. You know, this whole year, there's been a lot of videos out there with a bunch of, uh, I don't know, unusual unidentified, activity. yeah, unidentified objects in the sky in people's backyards. Did you see that video with the in California? And, yes, I think it mm-hmm. either was Nevada or California. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. I definitely believe in aliens. I think I used to get abducted. Either I was being abducted by aliens when I was a kid, or I just was having like out of body shit happening because i would be floating back to my damn body every saturday morning 
So they was picking me up every Friday. I that think. was your mel- that melatonin your mama was giving you the night That's before. That's a the- damn lie. Listen, I have a <laughs> My mama definitely wasn't drugging her kids. That's for y'all uh, modern day mamas. Drink your juice, baby. <laughs> Drink the your kids. juice. Mama got to have a life too. Girl, I was at Sam's Club one day and I told us, I said, you might want to stop doing that. She just had her little gummies for the kids. They in the cart. It's six, seven in the evening. She's like, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all candy. Giving it out. Like the so body can be sleep not- by nine. Exactly. But you know, your kids going to become, de- they say you don't become dependent on it, but you can. This stuff has other shit in those gummies and in those pills. It's not just straight natural melatonin. Like what the fuck? Yeah. That is bad parenting. Anyway, y'all. Believe. Y'all, if you enjoyed this episode, tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. What I was trying to tell y'all is send us the dumb bitch stories. Okay, we like to see that shit. I mean, we know y'all need some fucking help. And check out our website also. And for real, for real, okay, today is what? Whatever today is. I ain't telling y'all because we be pre-recording shit. But t-shirts are going to be on the website. Okay, it's uh, wetalkbackent.com. Kick it, Tam. All right, y'all. It's Tam, Bam. I love y'all once again. Thank y'all for tuning in. Remember, speak now. And never hold your peace. Do Bye. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.